Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How good is that tune? Oh, that gave me goosebumps, Sammy. You didn't even warn me that was coming. And, of course, the NFL season proper is underway. We are nearly finished the first round of games, so I know we have listeners who record the games while they're at work, but you're listening to me at work. So for the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to talk NFL, and I know the Bills are playing the Jets at the moment. The mighty Buffalo Bills, I might add, are playing at the moment. So we're going to do a spoiler on that at some stage during this. But we are joined by former NFL player Ben Graham. It is great to talk to you again, Ben, uh, host of SEN Fanatic. It's your time to shine this year. NFL, are you excited for this season and what you've seen in week one? Oh, Staffy, thanks for having me on. Excited? Well, that's an understatement. On Sunday morning, I got up. And I did all my preparation. And when I went to bed Sunday night, it felt like Christmas Eve. I was like a little kid. I couldn't sleep. I set my alarm at 1.55 a.m. to get up and call the games. Because on the Eastern Seaboard in Melbourne, they all kick off around three. But I started to unwrap the presents of the weekend. We saw the Lions upset the Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champions on Thursday night football. So that was a great start to kick off the season. But then... It just got better and better. Some amazing results, but the biggest present under the tree was Monday Night Football, the Jets versus the Bills in preparation for Aaron Rodgers coming across from Green Bay, 17 years there. So I was, seriously, it was like Christmas Day, but that big box in the corner of the room that I was waiting to open last on Monday night, uh, it's got nothing in it because of the Aaron Rodgers injury. I was flat as a... Oh, I've got a couple of sayings for that, but I'll just leave it there. I, it, I, I felt the air come out of New York, the team, the fans, and the city because the anticipation to watch Aaron Rodgers. He participated in four snaps. We're not sure what the injury is yet, whether it's an ankle sprain or an actual Achilles injury, which might rule him out for the rest of the year, or could be career-ending. We just don't know yet, but... They're putting up a good fight, the Jets. It's uh, closing on the end of the game, only a, a touchdown in it. The amazing thing is, like the game's still going, and the Mannings have already had Mr. New York John McEnroe on to talk about the Aaron Rodgers injury. Um, it was just the big, big headline, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And you're right, I was going to say you had the flashiest present. You opened it up, and there's your grandfather's socks in there. It's a bit of a stinker. <laughs> Well, it, it is. It, it is because it has been the biggest storyline of the off season. It, the we know that players can sometimes rejuvenate their careers by a change of scenery, and someone of his magnitude, future Hall of Famer, he's coming into an organisation that has been starved of ultimate success for 
50 years. And he was the piece in the puzzle because they've got a good running game. They've got a great defense. They've got a bunch of great young players. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner won the offensive and defensive rookie of the year last year. So he was the one. He was the leader. He was the commander-in-chief that was going to bring it all together. But just we know injuries are a part of the game. Um, I think it was a good move that they re-signed Zach Wilson, who was the failed experiment from the year before after they took him in the first round, second pick overall. He's now taking the helm. They do have a new offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, who came across from the head coaching role at Denver but had been the offensive coordinator with Aaron at the Green Bay Packers before. So you you know that uh, the world doesn't end, Safi. It... It, it will go on, but New York's had a horrible weekend. The Jets lose Aaron Rodgers in the first quarter, and the New York Giants played a home game last night in front of their home team, home crowd against a division rival, and they got shut out. The Dallas Cowboys beat them 40-0. to zero. And you, know, you think of this team, the Giants, last year. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Their coach, Brian Dable, was coach of the year. They re-signed their quarterback for a big deal and Saquon Barkley for another year, and they laid a duck egg. Mm. It's just the way football goes. That was a quite the upset. Uh, but there's been upsets throughout week one, and I know you've got a lot of uh, NFL fans listening, so I'm sure the Falcons fans would be happy with their start. The Baltimore Ravens were up and about, despite not clicking on all cylinders on offense. The big disappointment, though, for mine was the Cincinnati Bengals. A lot of people's Super Bowl favourite. Joe Burrow, the quarterback, becomes the highest-paid NFL player of all time. $270 million deal. And they put up three points against the Cleveland Browns. So a bad start for the Cincinnati Bengals. But, boy, we're only just scratching the surface, Staffy, <laughs> of what should be a fantastic season. It's, it, it is still early doors. Like, um, in a few minutes, uh, everyone's had a game. The, the thing I love about the NFL is it, you go to, like the TAB odds, I, I try and find out the rankings, see who's paying what. And the great thing is the Chiefs, 7. Eagles, 750. 49ers, 750. Bills, 8. Cowboys, 10. It, and it's... And it's quite often cyclical because I look at the other end of the market and I see the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, it wasn't that, it wasn't a million years ago, Peyton Manning and co. They, they were nudging playoffs and, and winning games and Buccaneers, same with them. The Titans had their time in the sun. The Steelers with Roethlisberger, they had their time in the sun. Um, the Pats, well, we know how good they were with Tommy Touchdowns. How long does an average cycle go for? <laughs> well, it's a great question, and, and playing in the AFL and, and being an administrator in the AFL for, for 20 years, I, I never believed in premiership windows or these cycles, and it was confirmed to me in the NFL that it literally is any given Sunday. Yeah. Any team can beat any other team on any weekend. It's such a hard competition, 32 teams, and yes, you've got your better teams like your Chiefs and your Bills and your Eagles and the 49ers because they have what we perceive as their perfect talent, the way they've spread their money across their roster, uh, whereas the other teams might be starting out with a rookie quarterback that they've drafted in the first round or they might have some holes on defense that they might have to fill. They haven't got the ability yet to stop these high-powered offenses. But 
really, yes, probably every year you could wipe out about six to eight teams because they're not quite ready. But everybody else, they're ready. And it's a win-now league. And if you look at a franchise like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are really poor when they're bad. (laughs) And then they turn it around and they bob up and they make the playoffs and they challenge. And then they go down again and then they pick up a Trevor Lawrence and they go from a 4-12 and season to the playoffs again. So it, it does seem, though, that the good teams continually get to the championship games. So... I think this year is going to be a year where there is a changing of the guard. Will it be the Los Angeles Chargers or the Miami Dolphins in the AFC? Can it be the Minnesota Vikings or the Dallas Cowboys that go back to the promised land when everyone expects the 49ers and the Eagles to be there again? So it's a, it is fascinating. Uh, the cycles, they come and go, but very quickly because... Almost weekly, the same 53 that are on that roster are only together for a week or two because there are so many changes to rosters uh, mid-season. So it's a, it's a very, very short, you know, you've got to make hay while the sun shines, as they say. Can you identify us a couple of players, any team, a couple of players that either we A, haven't heard of that are going to they're going to make some fireworks this year or maybe you feel like they could have a, a breakout type season who will have a bigger reputation in three or four months' time than what they've got now. Can you, can you, can you identify us a couple to, to latch onto and watch? Yeah, so from an offensive perspective, there was a couple of running backs drafted in the first round. Jameer Gibbs at the Detroit Lions, and Bijan Robinson for the Atlanta Falcons. They are elite talent. They are explosive weapons, and the teams will slowly integrate them into the game plan. They don't want to burn them out too early. They've, they've both got experienced running backs on their roster, but when they take the field, they are as exciting as they come. And some experienced wide receivers, like Tyreek Hill, already two, over 200 yards yesterday against the LA Chargers. He's complimented by Tua Tagovailoa, who is a is the quarterback for the Dolphins that had suffered those concussions last year. So it's a, it's a really nice comeback story, if you will, that someone like him can prove to everybody that he is a worth, worthwhile quarterback. Defensively, uh, I, I can't, you know, the, the defensive side of the ball doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, Brian Branch, he's a safety out of Detroit who had a scintillating game against the Chiefs who arguably, with Patrick Mahomes, are the hardest offense to stop. I think he's going to have a great, a great year. My favorite defensive player, though, is Micah Parsons from the Dallas Cowboys, who can do it all. He's the guy that plays linebacker, defensive end. He can blitz. He can tackle. He can sack. He can co- you know, get back into coverage and play on those quicker players. But there's, there's no doubt that the league is littered with stars and up-and-coming stars. I'll give you one name who has been waiting in the wings, talking of Aaron Rodgers, is Jordan Love. So Jordan Love was drafted to the Packers two years ago when Aaron Rodgers wanted them to draft more offensive weapons, a wide receiver, a running back, or a tight end. Jordan Love sits behind Aaron Rodgers, learns his craft, gets a few opportunities last year but never really set the world on fire. Rodgers moves on. Jordan Love becomes the incumbent starter. What he did against the Chicago Bears yesterday was fascinating. He threw three touchdowns. He commanded that offense. They were the underdogs against Chicago Bears. A lot of talk about them with Justin Fields and 
DJ Moore and their defence, they put up 38 points against that defence. Mm. So Jordan Love is someone already that the Packers fans are rooting for because he's a, he's a little star in the making. Absolutely brilliant. Hey, Ben, I could talk to you for hours, but we can't. We, you know how the stations work, ad breaks, news breaks, uh, show breaks, all that sort of stuff. We will lock horns again, and uh, let's hope 1993 was the last time the Bills made the Super Bowl. 2024, let's go. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Safi, thanks for having me on. Cheers, buddy. There he is, Ben Graham, former NFL punter and part of the SEN Fanatic crew. We'll take a break.